And I'm Carrie. And we are Paranormal Chicks. Sinister Sightings 15. Oh, you know who introduced this episode? Who? Nobody. Exactly. Ain't nobody sending they shit. (laughs) (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. This just doesn't have the same flow to it. Mm -mm. I mean, it's... Come on, we got people. I know we have. Okay, so those of you who that's part of your tier in Patreon, send us in your intros. I mean, unless you don't want to, you don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to. But, but if I that's mean, part of your tier, send it in so we can get you in there. Yeah, I mean, if you want to. Yeah, and if you want to do it and you're not in that tier. And you're like, uh, you know what? If you're in that tier and you don't want to do it, <gasps> you can let someone else like donate it to mm-hmm. somebody. That's a good idea. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. And then we'll donate it to somebody. Mm-hmm. Pay it forward if you don't want your voice Look, out there. That but, was like I a, mean, because I love that. I love hearing y'all intro us and just, <laughs> you know, like your personalities. And yeah, absolutely. Like, y'all are our fam. That was a good off-the-cuff idea. Thank you. This You're noggin's welcome. good for something, and it ain't bangs. You know what it's not good for? Uh, hats, headphones. <laughs> Uh, hairstyles, all of the above. <laughs> this actress's name that I've been trying to think of that's on the Facebook group right now that we, there's already like 200 comments on and it's been like 20 minutes because everybody's being like, this girl, no, this girl, no, this girl, no. I'm like, Carrie, we have got to record this. And she's like, okay, let me get to the end of the internet and then we'll record. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> It's driving me bonkers. <laughs> now so. everybody who's listening to this that's either not in the Facebook group or hasn't yeah. seen the post, they're like, well, shit, who's she talking about? Girl, don't worry, because we still won't know. Trust me, because Carrie <laughs> gave zero ideas of who this is. She's a girl. <laughs> like like old Philip said on the thing. I think she has a head and fingers. <laughs> yeah. He's like, that's her. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Do you want to read first? No, I feel like you always read. Okay. Hell, you know what? We're just going completely wrong because, you know, no intro, no whatever. I mean. I'll read first. Fuck it. <laughs> Twilight Zone. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you say fuck it, I think of Sarah Ando from Homance, and I'm like, facts. Fuck them. <laughs> yes. Okay. The first one starts off as, hi, Donna and Carrie. Hey. I have a few stories to tell you that happened since Halloween. Oh, God. This happened on Samhain, which is Halloween, when Andrael and I went to a local cemetery. Our purpose was to visit some deceased loved ones. We visited one of his family members, someone on his mom's side. We noticed that the ground had been disturbed, and it turns out the woman's husband recently passed. We both felt uncomfortable, unsettling energy like he was restless. As we were standing by the tombstone, I looked behind me a little and saw a flash of white linen blowing in the breeze, like a dress or something. And I felt a female presence. I thought there was a woman behind me paying respects at the grave. I looked to see who was there. No one was. I mentioned what happened to Andrael, and we agreed I might have seen a spirit. After that, when we got back to the car, my palms started to shake and my skin was tingling. I felt really weird and I was thinking I shouldn't drive, but I didn't want to overreact. Next, we drove to my uncle's 
tombstone. And by then I had started to feel even weirder. It felt like I was walking through water and that disorienting dizzy when you're tipsy. I also felt an overwhelming urge to cry both at the woman's grave we had visited and when I got to my uncle's. I asked my uncle to dispel any negative energy attached to me and to help me feel better. After a few moments, the sun came out from behind the trees and shone on my face. I felt a little better after that, but I still felt so off that I asked Andreel to drive home. That's my Salwin Cemetery experience. I'll save the second story for another episode of Sinister Sightings. Have a great day, ladies, and creep it real. Blessed be Courtney. Wow. That's crazy. Well, and what's, like, dang is that she is a self-identified witch. I don't know. She has a podcast called Spellcast, and she's just intuitive. And Mm -hmm. so it's, I don't know. I'm just thinking, like, that's legit, you know? Yeah, she, like, reads reads cards and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Wow. Now I'll... Girl, send in the second story. I want your second story. Mm-hmm. Okay. She gets right in and she says, I have multiple stories. Here's some of the cool ones. When I was 18, I had a partner who was into the Ouija board and would play it every night, either at cemeteries, parks, or mountains. What? Okay. First question. Is this person still alive? Because, woo, playing with fire. And if they are, are they permanently haunted? <laughs> I never went. I always felt weird about them, and I never wanted to play. Still haven't played. Anyway, things began to happen to me. My partner had little things happen to them, but I saw, heard, and felt some shit. It started off with things being moved and electronics acting weirdly. I watched my guitar get lifted off the ground and fall to its front. First of all, that shit's expensive. Right? I fought with my TV, turning it back on after it kept getting turned off. By what I have no idea, I even threw the remote far from me after turning it back on. I would watch it for a little, then gone. It would turn off. Oh my god. I was fed up and burned some sage. After the smell had dissipated completely, the TV began to turn off by itself again. Oh my gosh. Lights would burn out consistently. There was an instance where this St. Jude picture my sister had on her dresser mirror got plucked out and fell to the floor. Oh, my gosh. And I know exactly what she's talking about, where, mm-hmm. the, you know, you push it up in the mm-hmm. thing. Ugh. Memories. Children's toys moving, etc., etc., etc. During the escalation of these creepy events, I was practicing meditation and the good witchy things of life. <laughs> I think that's what made me so vulnerable. I started to notice shadows. I would be walking up the stairs, and I would see shadows running or dashing away. I would fucking walk up and down those stairs just to see if it would happen again, and nope, wasn't me causing those shadows. Mm-mm. 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 I once saw a misty smoke in the ceiling of my partner's room. That instance was crazy. Then, my baby nephew, who was probably three, started to see things and hide and say he saw a monster and never went upstairs by himself. Oh my God. Then I began to hear voices at my partner's house. Granted, it was a duplex with someone next door to us, but it was in every room I could hear this woman's voice. Only at first, just mumbling. Then I began to hear a mumbling man's voice. This one I knew felt eerie and unpleasant. 
The experience of these voices seemed to follow each other. I would hear the woman's, then the man's. I know it sounds like probably the neighbor's, but is it weird that these voices sound like they were coming from inside my head? Well, anyway, then I saw a little girl. At my partner's house, which was on a Native American reservation, we were walking down the hallway, and it was this white girl with black hair and a white dress walk across the hallway towards the front entrance. I tried to rationalize it, thinking it was one of the little sisters, but when I passed the doorway entrance, both doors were locked. I hadn't heard it open or close. I asked who I was with if they saw their sister walk past the hallway, and they said no. Then, when I think about it, that little girl was white, when we are people who have plenty of melanin in our skin. (laughs) (laughs) It was just crazy how casual it was. It didn't even feel spooky, but trippy. With lots of wise. She said, (laughs) trippy. (laughs) Some time passes by and the little things still happen. I hear voices. Lights are burning out. My partner actually had noticed a man out by my car one night Uh -uh. and literally ran outside because it looked as if they were trying to get into my car. And when we stepped outside, no one was around. Well, one night while they were out messing with the Ouija board, they were recording their session through their phone. They went out with two of their other male friends. When we were listening to the audio recording in the morning, in between the silence, you hear, Adam, I'm with you, from a little girl's voice. No. Clear. Used a fucking contraction in English. What the fuck? It was very scary. Oh, my gosh. Things were getting out of hand. One day, we're at my parents' house, and we notice there's a handprint, which actually we've always seen, But it was by the thermostat, so obviously it was one of our dirty hands while we were changing the temp, right? Yeah. So we go, and we put our hands up to this handprint, and it's literally as big as our palms. Oh, we were so dead. Oh, my God. A little kid. So I'm still at a point where I deny, reject, and rebuke the Ouija board and everything (laughs) that has been happening to me. (laughs) (laughs) I tried to cleanse myself with guidance, crystals, salt, and holy blessed bees. Beads, not bees. I made affirmations that I was to be left out because it was not my business and I had no other intentions in life rather than be in contact with the other side. Hell no, that did not do anything for me. One day, I'm babysitting my nephew and niece and I'm laying on the couch while they're sitting on the floor watching TV, being babies, when I hear this loud stomping upstairs. I sat up very quickly. The stomps began to head towards the stairs, and the first stomp on the first set of steps, I shot up, grabbed my niece and nephew, opened the sliding door, and was ready to run for our lives. By the time I'm halfway out of the door, the stomping is halfway down the stairs. I stood and waited to see for what I don't know, what the fuck, but I waited, and the stomping comes to the bottom of the stairs, and who turns the corner is the children's father, who did not live there at all, Uh nor could have been there while I was there. And the father is in red clothing. He's taller. His eyes are bugged out. And he's got this grimace grin on his face. And he's walking towards us. No. I put the kids down and I stand there in shock. I couldn't move. The, quote, father looked at the kids and began to coo at them, his head making goofy grimace faces at the children, almost playfully taunting them. And this Freaked me out. He looked so creepy. By this time, I was crying, unable to move. Oh, my gosh. He turns to face me, his mouth 
opens so big and he's screaming at me, twisting his face, making ugly crying faces while still screaming at me, taunting me also. Then back to the children playfully taunting them, then back to me making these ugly faces while screaming in my face. Oh my gosh. And then I woke up. I was laying on the couch while the kids were watching TV. I guess I had fallen asleep, but it felt so real to the point where I had the urgency in the dream to grab the children and almost leave the house. It was just so crazy, extremely unusual. It didn't feel like sleep paralysis. After that, the usual shadows and voices still persisted. Me and that partner eventually broke up and I moved away. The last thing to happen to me was in the middle of the night at my new house, the partition in my room fell over, waking me up, but I didn't even care and went back to sleep. Well, when I woke up, I had this handprint on my left arm that didn't even match up to my hand. Oh my gosh. After that day, nothing else pertaining to that whole situation has happened since. I think whatever was being lured out of the Ouija board attached itself to me because of my innocence and acceptance to the spiritual world, taunting me everywhere I went, even in my dreams. I remember beginning a meditation, sitting and really feeling my affirmations and feeling the holiness and purity of the white light that I am, only to be disturbed by moving toys. It felt as if it were trying to tell me, hey, I'm here with you too. And it's terrifying because it literally said that on the recording. I'm so dead. No. I Like, my back has, I know. like, shivers. Thanks for reading everything. Love the podcast. I think you two are hilarious, but I wish one of you guys were nicer to the other. Can't remember y'all's names. Oh, it was definitely Carrie. She needs to be nicer to me. <laughs> because I hear that meanness, and maybe that's y'all's relationship, and maybe that's just me being a nerd about being nice. Oh. LOL. But it hurts my ears to hear. Gosh. Um. Anyway, live your life. Thank you so much for the podcast, you two badass women. With love, Jessica. Jessica. <laughs> She is mean. She's a meanie. Look, I just assume it's you, and so maybe that means it's me. (laughs) I mean, we do love each other. Mm -hmm. We're the best friends anyone could have. Mm -hmm. Just not each other. (laughs) This is what uh, 20 years of friendship looks like. I mean, and if we want to be real sticklers about it, we've known each other since second grade. And... She's hated me since then because I wore shorts in the winter and she couldn't. I legit remember being like, but mom, Donna gets to wear shorts. <laughs> and she said, I don't care if she gets pneumonia. I care if you do. My mom probably said, well, carry shit. <laughs> Meanwhile, my mom's like, eh, whatever. <laughs> oh, you're going to school today? That's what your mom said. <laughs> Donna. You look cute. You is smart, you is kind, and you is important. Did I tell you that, because I can't keep up with life at work, that Kim, my BFF at work, made me a folder like to keep up with all my, my stuff, and she wrote on it, you is kind, you is whatever, you is important. Smart. Oh, my God. That part of that mm-hmm. movie, like, cannot watch it because I hyperventilate when she is saying goodbye don't want to spoil anything if you haven't seen it. If you haven't seen it, though, That's a The good Help movie. is uh, freaking amazing. I watch it on, like, TNT and USA oh, yeah. when it comes on. And I watch through commercials. Oh, yeah. It is that good. I do, too, actually. So good. 
So, Jessica, we really do love each other. We're sorry if you hurt. we hurt your ears. Yeah, we don't want to hurt your ears. I mean, other than my laughter that's, like, high-pitched and annoying as fuck, but we love you. We love each other. We are a family, and I am Baby Bop, because <laughs> I don't want to be Barney. Baby mm. Bop was cooler. And meanwhile, I I was, like, the yellow guy, like, the dupe to do that came in and out. Who was the yellow guy? With the pink... Spots? I think so. Damn. You, how do you not know this actress's name? This is how you don't know this actress's name. You just pulled someone out of fucking oblivion. <laughs> this one is called Grandma and Uncle Larry Visit Me Through the Computer. <laughs> what? Oh, shit. Take an AOL Insta Messenger. They to a whole new uh-huh. level. <laughs> Hopefully they didn't get your away message. <laughs> oh, do my you, God. Sidebar, really quickly. Because when you said that about it, I was just thinking about, like, all the stupid stuff we used to say. And my nephew, Peyton, he's 10, 11, 11, uh, whatever. I was babysitting them the other night while my sister and her husband went to the Saints game. And he was playing Fortnite. And he said something about his friend being AFK. And I was like, oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Away from keyboard, if no one knows the lingo. I mean, that's straight out of a... An AOL chat room, Yahoo chat room. Also, though, you didn't know what IRL was, did you not? Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Because I don't I don't play games. You know what I mean? Did you never have anyone that said, I want to meet IRL? <laughs> no. Hi, spooky friends. I just finished listening to all your episodes from beginning and I love it. Oh. You two crack me up and keep me entertained during work. Girl, that is huge. Thank you. Yes. Seriously, if we can make work and Mondays awesome. I mean, she didn't say awesome, but you know. I'm she just, meant it. I read I'm between the lines. <laughs> I have a ton of encounters. I have unfortunately lost a lot of family members, especially in 2014. But for now, I'll share the one closest to my heart. Sorry for all the background info, but I have to throw it in for this story to make sense. Back in 2002, I lost my Uncle Larry, brother to my grandma. He passed away from lung surgery complications. He literally was my second dad. This was a huge loss for the family because he was the heart and glue of it all. This was the first time I understood death. I was only seven at the time. Oh, God. Oh, my God. One, super sad. Oh, my God. Two, you're so young. Yes. Okay. Now speed up to 2018. Growing up, my grandma and I were not that close. She came over for holidays and maybe called once a month. She had her favorite grandchild, and it was not my brother or me. But she wasn't the nicest person to be around. We had our differences, and I really didn't talk to her after my high school graduation in 2014 just because of her actions and choices at the time. My grandmother, Joan, passed away in August of 2018. I had the opportunity to go up and visit her, but being a hard-headed, stubborn woman, I didn't, and I got that from her. I honestly just assumed that she would get better, but she didn't. I started my job at the post office right before she passed. I input address, name, and postage info into the computer that the big processing machines can't read. That's freaking cool. Yeah. 
I planned on going up after work one night to say my goodbyes. I said a prayer on my way into work asking her to hold on for me so I could say goodbye, but that if she couldn't wait for me, that it was okay. I asked my Uncle Larry to come to get her so she wouldn't have to suffer anymore. That day, weird shit happened at work. I knew it was the spirits interacting. I saw a flood of mail addressed to people with the last name Lee, which was my grandma and uncle's last name. This wasn't normal because there is a ton of mail addressed to a ton of people, and the mail isn't grouped by name at all. It's all random. I had a lot of Lee names come through. Also, I saw a lot of first names, Joan and Larry. I knew that this was a sign from them. I finally clocked out and called my dad to tell him I was coming up to my grandma's house to say goodbye, but he said that she had passed away a few hours before. He didn't call me because he didn't want me to be upset at work. I knew that my Uncle Larry heard my prayers to come get her, and I know that my grandma heard me too. About a month after her passing, I saw her. I was driving into work and saw her out of the corner of my eye sitting in my back seat. I turned my head to see her, but she was gone. I knew she was just saying hello. I can still feel her every now and then. Thanks for reading my long story. I have a lot more I will send in, spooky and non-spooky. Don't get scared and creep it real, y'all, from your biggest fan in Salt Lake City, Shelby. Oh my God, I love that. Well, she signed it Shelves, but Shelby. Thank you so much. That is so, like, heartwarming oh my God, and sad. And and honestly, I, I identify with you on so many levels. Right? I'm like, are you talking about my dad's mom? Right? Like, or my mom's mom. And then, like, just, wow. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, that was a good one. And you have a really cool job. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you get to see everybody's everything. Right? Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you for sharing that because I feel like that's very personal and I really appreciate that. Yes. And I want to read all of your stories and you, the background info, everything was so good. We love you, Shelby. This one is titled The Little Great Train Robbery. Hi, y'all. I adore your podcast and I love hearing your laugh when something strikes you funny. (laughs) Thank (laughs) you. I thought I'd share the story of the last known train robbery in Texas, complete with photos. Oh, shit. Picture it. San Antonio, 1970. In the heart of the city is a wooded park with a lovely river running through it where you can take a guided horseback ride along the trails through the woods. On the northern edge of the park is a lovely zoo, Japanese botanical garden, and a sky ride that takes you from the zoo to the garden. Across the street from the zoo, there's a small train station and tracks for the famous miniature train, the Brackenridge Eagle Old 99. On July 18, 1970, two soldiers from Fort Sam Houston decided it would be a good idea to hold up the train. They wore disguises, and as the train approached the small tunnel, two masked men brandishing a revolver jumped from the high brush and ordered the train's 75 passengers to hand over their valuables. Oh my gosh. At first, passengers thought the robbery was a staged skit or prank. Oh, my God. That would be me. Uh-huh. Like, oh, good one. Good one. I didn't know you were sending us on a... Murder mystery yeah. tour. I laughed at the man with the pistol, said C.A. Burnt, according to San Antonio Express News Archives. The robber had just grabbed the man in front of me by the back when he refused to turn over his wallet, but nobody took him seriously. When he pushed me down in the seat and held the gun against my head, I still laughed. 
Oh, my God. Burnt didn't realize the drama was real until the robber grabbed his wife's purse and moved down the train. Another woman realized it wasn't a prank when the robber pointed the revolver at her and said, Lady, this is no joke. The robbers were quickly captured and sentenced to 10 to 20 years in prison. The robbery, which became known as the Great Little Train Robbery, (laughs) was the first train robbery in the Wild West in nearly 47 years. Holy fuck. Today, it's also recognized as the last known train robbery in Texas. I hope you enjoyed this little bit of local crime and color from my hometown and promise to send stories about my mother's childhood home and the ghosts that lived there. (gasps) Yes. My ears perk up at ghosts. I'm sorry. <laughs> Love you both, Jenny. Oh, my gosh. It was a little mini-miniature. Mi- <laughs> don't know why I was picturing, like, an actual little train at first. <laughs> a choo-choo. A choo-choo. <laughs> That's crazy. Like. That would be me. I you would. Really... You would laugh. You you cannot handle, like. Oh, God, no. Donna's response to emotional, like, things like that. Anything extreme. She's going to laugh when she should cry. She's going to cry when she should yes. laugh. And then sometimes she cries and laughs because if she does one too extreme. Mm, my body the, can't handle it. The, the other has to balance her out. Yes. She would laugh at You totally would laugh at yes. that. Yes. I would be like, it's so interactive. Oh, my God. They look so real. Also, I'd be like, all I have is credit cards. I mean, that's They wouldn't get it. shit. That's the thing. This is why nothing happens like that. Well, I shouldn't say nothing happens yeah, like that. Yeah, not But that's why that. stuff typically doesn't happen like that. Remember, because nobody has fucking cash. No. Look, if you have cash, you we, Donna and I decided this. <laughs> well, Donna said it, and I agreed. If you have cash on you, a lot of cash all the time, you're one of two things. You're either really rich and you have lots of cash or you're really fucking poor and you cash your check and then keep the cash on you because mm-hmm. you don't got a bank account. Because we've lived, well, we hadn't lived both lives, but we've lived the... <laughs> yeah, we're the, not the rich. No, but we've lived the poor life, faux show. Faux show. When I have cash, I really do feel like I'm rich. Me too. I'm like, okay, let me pay for the... Yeah. Here's my crisp $5 bill. I know. I know. You know, though... Okay, we have a Sonic here. I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, I know it's like a chain, but I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, people live in the cities and they have like local yeah. stuff. But the Sonic here, you can't tip without cash. Uh-huh. And I never have cash. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. So I asked uh, one of the waitresses because she is so freaking nice. And she loves Marley. And like mm-hmm. she'll come and like love on her and stuff. And let her smell her breath. And Marley loves to smell people's breath. So, she does. It's so gross. Yes. And I'm like, is there a way to tip you with my card? Yeah. Like, even just to say it before. Yeah. You know? And she was like, no, it's only cash. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I never carry cash. And you are so good. Yeah. You know? She was like, oh, thank you. And I was just like, I feel so bad. But yeah. I just never have cash. I know. I'm like that, too. Like, I'm so glad that the ride share apps and stuff let you do it yes. after now because I, I don't I don't ever have cash no what about y'all do y'all have cash what's going on I mean you don't have to tell us which side of the spectrum you're on I'm just saying like, I mean we don't want to like pigeonhole anybody into that but yeah I mean in it, our experiences yes <laughs> um, well I loved all these stories as I always do Oh, my gosh. Me, too. Thank y'all so much for sending them in. We love getting them. Remember, send us your paranormal experiences, anything true crime in your town or of the like or your urban legends or anything like that that you think that we would want to know, send it. Yes. Anything that is, like, 
conspicuous. I was, you know, what's so funny? You know what word I was thinking? What conspiracy? Yes, like anything like that where you're just like, hmm. One day everything like made me do a double take because you know. Blah, 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 blah. All I'm yeah. thinking is, like, girl on the train or whatever, where it's, like, she goes every day and then, like, something's different. Yeah. And then she, like, goes and, I mean, obviously, not everyone's going to be like, ooh, let me go through and find this woman who's dead and had an affair, blah, blah, Have y'all seen that movie? No. Okay. Never mind. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Like, things when your day is just, like, off. I've definitely had those where it's, like, okay, today something weird's going to happen. Because yes. Like, it is just off from waking up to, you know, like, just, like, weird, random shit. Mm -hmm. I love those stories. Like, Mm -hmm. just weird shit. The shit that you can't tell anyone else, but we will understand. We're your people. Yes. Send it to us. You can go to our website, or you can send it to our email, aparanormalchicks at gmail.com. And don't forget to subscribe, like, review rate all of those things Mm -hmm. and remember creep it real and and don't don't get scared. scared